today I'll be talking about the sunk cost fallacy. The sunk cost fallacy is a bias where people continue to invest time, money, uh, resources, or effort into a project or decision they make because they already spent significant time and effort in it, even though it's not actually making sense to do so anymore. For example, you go to a movie theater, you buy a movie ticket for $10. Even though you think that the movie is very boring and actually terrible, you'll still spend a lot of time, maybe you watch the entire movie. Because that's because you already spent $10 into the movie ticket. But it is worth noticing that you can't recover that $10 anymore. And if you keep continue watching that movie, you'll just be wasting even more time. So this is what you call the sunk cost. A sunk cost is a cost that has already occurred and you can't be recovering. It is already paid and you can't undo it. Examples of sunk costs include expenses that have already made towards a project investment, such as time, money, and resources. Sunk costs are important to be recognized because they should, should not be factored into decision making. It is often that people judge how much they spend into a project or decision uh, too much. They factor in sunk cost over the value of the future. This, the sunk cost is already gone and cannot be recovered, so it should not be a factor influencing the future decisions. You should instead look into the future. Is it e- even worth going forward? and not look at back what you spent into the project. So this should not factor your decision making in the future. For example, imagine that a company has invested a significant amount of money in a new product development project, but after significant research and development, they think that the product will not be profitable. But they already spent a lot of money and time into that project. So should a company continue investing in a project or not? Well, obviously, they should not. So this is, but they already spent a lot of sunk costs too. So you should see from this example that your sunk cost you spent should not be a factor influencing your decision judgment. It will bring no benefit into overvaluing the sunk cost. However, this may be difficult to find when it occurs to yourself. Because this is some cost fallacy. A fallacy is an error in reasoning or an argument that appears to be valid but it is actually not. It is a flaw or mistake in the logic of an argument that can lead to incorrect conclusions or beliefs. There are many types of different fallacies, including formal and informal fallacies, and a lot of them. So it is important to be aware of these kind of fallacies in your life and to and think irrationally to find these fallacies you can improve uh, critical thinking and reasoning skills so it's important to not overvalue these sunk costs so when can you start noticing these sunk costs actually taking place well you can notice by a law of diminishing returns this is also known as diminishing marginal productivity this is the economic principle that states that as more of, or more units of valuable input 
are added to a fixed input. The marginal output or productivity gain from each individual added additional unit of variable input will eventually decrease. In other words, there comes a point where the cost of adding more units of available of a variable input outweighs the benefits of gain from doing so. This point is known as the point of diminishing returns. So for example, imagine a bakery shop that has a fixed amount of oven space and is trying to increase its production of baked goods. Initially, hiring more bakers may result in increased output as there are more people to bake and prefer the goods. However, at some certain point, the additional bakers will start getting in each other's way and the extra output gained from each additional baker will decrease. There is just that many ovens. You can't have the ovens. They, can't, they don't have extra ovens. The more chefs you add will not be enough because there's not enough ovens. It will not increase the as much as it when there is not enough chefs. So the concept of diminishing returns is important, and in many areas of economics and business, can help and business or individuals make decisions about how to allocate their resources in the most efficient way. This is an idea of realizing how where you can actually spot where these sunk costs are taking place. You can see from the law of diminishing returns how where does the sun cost actually happen. You can notice if it's actually a sun cost or worth the investment in the long term. So this is so you can spot the if sun cost and recognize if it's sun cost or not. And if it's not actually a worth the investment, you may actually try to use this sun cost. Well, you're gonna try to re- realize this is the sunk cost fallacy, and perhaps you want to leave the field and avoid further losses. So, for example, you invested in a company or a stock market because you invested a lot of money into the market, and you see that you think that、uh, this company will do very well. And you spend a lot of money and time into helping this company grow. You maybe help them come up with ideas and come up help them with、uh, with work that they can't do on their own. However, this company they're slowly declining and they aren't making a lot of progress in terms of actually making any profits. They are starting to make、uh, losses. So you will see that、uh, you may notice that this is actually a sunk cost and not go- keep going on helping them because this is actually not beneficial to you, and you should treat these kind of efforts and money or time you spend on these less. It's worth it to note that sunk cost fallacy doesn't only happen when it involves money or resources. It doesn't actually need. Money or resources to actually happen. For example, you start watching,、uh, perhaps you start watching a series of episodes on a very, very famous, uh, maybe a very famous series, and you start watching the first episode or two. The these episodes are really long, 
most of them last around an hour or more. And you start watching a one or two episodes, and there are still 50 episodes to go. But you start to think that this is not actually so interesting, and the series starts to bore you. There's nothing interesting happening, and it doesn't catch your attention. You will realize that there's no money, or there's no money or resources spent because of how many time you spent into this series of episodes. However, the sunk cost fallacy may still occur, and you may start to keep watching the series just because you already spent a lot of time watching it. So this is how sunk cost fallacy occur without the being inside of money or resources spent. It is also worth it to notice of talk about this loss aversion effect. So basically, loss aversion is the observation that humans beings are more experienced in losses, ex- experience losses asymmetrically more severely than equivalent gains. So in simple words, for example, you win $10 maybe you won't feel lost but if you lose ten dollars you feel this effect more than actually you actually think that you will actually lose more so since there's an overwhelming fear of loss can actually cause um, for example the investor to act irrationally and make bad decisions however the winnings are not as um big factor of affecting uh, judgment and there's experience talking about this fact and they find that if the mo- there's more motivation in avoiding losses maybe avoiding to lose $100 then there are motivation to potentially gain $100 this can make irrational decisions and uh, back to the investment examples losing holding on to losing investments for too long or avoiding necessary risks because of both fear of potential losses it is be it is important to it is important for an ancestor perhaps where resources are very scarce and losses could be more consequential than gain but in modern society these kind of biases can often cause us to make miss out on new opportunities or best decisions. It is important to be aware of these sunk cost fallacies, loss aversion, and loss diminishing returns, and how how these actually affects our judgment. When should you actually give up, and when should you actually keep investing? Is it a good investing, or is it just a sunk cost?